Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare they travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour the very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week it's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders, plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now on Gone Racing. Welcome back into another edition of Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone. We're both back in the studio this week. And <laughs> after giving Karina hell last week. And, to, and Karina's not even here. She's apparently downstairs running the show for us instead of up here in the Well, hey, in, that's what happens when you win when you win the betting pool and you beat the hosts. Yes, uh, we ship you back downstairs. We yeah. brought Ann back upstairs because yeah. you know, yeah, the pit, pit crew is going to get a lo- little love a little at the love. end of the show. That's that's fine. And and Brendan, our, hey, little love, a little love. Little. And Brendan, our long national nightmare is over. We finally got a repeat <laughs> winner this week. Martin Truex Jr. pulling off the win at Martinsville. Uh, kind of rallied a little bit uh, from behind and and passed Denny Hamlin late to win the race. I don't think if people were shocked that Martin Truex won. He's also our first single-digit odds guy to win. We've had double-digit guys that have won every week. Lots of lots of different storylines of it. And, you know, before we get to the betting part, you and I were talking, though. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, 
You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. One thing that affects bet, and I remember this as a driver, how much it used to frustrate me. And I remember I've been responsible for some of them, and guys were mad at me. And, and, but the, this whole, for the, for the folks that, that listen to Gone Race and that are race fans, the whole Cody Ware, James Davidson thing. Motley. Well, you know, we got running for 30th, dude. You're right. You're talking about two teammates wrecking each other on purpose, and they did it right in front of the leaders, could have very well taken out leaders. We saw that situation happen at Texas last year. It didn't take out the leader, but a guy making a last, I think it was Quinn Half made that very last Last, second decision to hit pit pit road. road He hit Matt DiBenedetto, which, (sighs) which triggered a chain of events that basically cost cost Ryan Blaney a chance to win that race. And, you know, as we get into the playoffs, you get later on into the season. A guy makes that mistake. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Huge ramifications. Huge. Absolutely. And, and we, you know, you don't talk that much about those guys, but you realize they're on the same racetrack with these guys running for a championship. And I think, I think that's something that, that you know, NASCAR's got to – and look, these were two teammates. But the, you can't fix it because here's the problem. you got to have everybody on the track. And I was one of those guys – look, I've been running, running for nothing, just kind of 18th place going, man, today sucked. And you blow a tire and you go, ugh. But what – the ones that – those happen. The guy that goes around and is smoking for 10 laps in 32nd place, and he's smoking, and he's staying out there to try to finish. Putting oil down. and Putting oil down. Or, or, you know what? I know that right front tire's going. I can feel it going. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm driving, and I know that, oh, man, this isn't good, and I'm running 15th or 18th or 30th, and I know something's about to happen. Just come in. You know, I mean, make a smart decision and come in. But when you're two teammates – and look, James Davidson is working his tail off to try to have a good, you know, make a career out of this. Cody Ware, same thing. But, but James Davidson is a guy who actually in other racing disciplines is great. Has done very yeah, no, well. Done well, but but you, 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 
you're going to be 29th and 30th, and you're going to get into a pissing match with your teammate. Well, well let me ask you this, Brandon. Where, uh, where, is, where is NASCAR's responsibility, maybe it's in a driver's meeting or whatever, to tell some of these guys who you know, you and I know the only way they're winning is if there's a 30-car pileup that takes everybody <laughs> there, else out of the race. There almost was. Well, there, there almost was on the backstretch. <laughs> you're right. Um, you had a great little nickname for what happened. The Suez Canal wreck. The Suez Canal wreck on the backstretch, which is exactly what it looked like. But my point is, does NASCAR have a little bit of responsibility to tell guys, look, do not affect the outcome of the race. If you got a problem with another guy in the back, there's a we'll put an octagon in the driver owner lot if you want. But- I wish they would. Oh, please, please, please. <laughs> I wish they would do that. Um, you know, NASCAR used to. I don't know if they still say it. You know, now I'm going back to the, I remember the Dennis Huth era. Well, I know in the but, playoffs they sometimes will say that now, but 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 they they it's always it doesn't really need to be said. I mean, guys, if you're not if it's not your day, don't let it be your day. Don't ruin somebody else's day. You know, I mean, let things happen. But and I you can't police it. It's not like NASCAR can say, hey, don't blow that tire. You know, you need to things happen. But Quinn Huff's decision last year at Texas, that was one of the dumbest decisions I've ever seen in my life. Yes. I mean, it was like, what in the what? Park him and not let him drive until he passes a, a an IQ test on that one. These two kids, yeah, you're mad at your teammate. That's fine. You can be mad at your teammate. Go back to the shop afterwards. <laughs> go go to the set of plate. And here we go. But don't take it out where now you affect the guy that wins the championship, wins the race, all that. That that's just wrong. Well, that's just, because you know what, one of these days, maybe Cody Ware or James Davison might be in might want that same respect. Might back. have an opportunity to run up front, and they don't want to see guys doing all this. Nope. I mean, it might have that chance. You might want to uh, give and take. They don't learn it anymore. Well, hopefully they will move beyond that. All right, you're listening to Gone Racing with Jeff Motley, Brendan Gone, and uh, we're kind of talking a little recap of Martinsville, and I think the big story, obviously, at Martinsville was Martin Truex Jr. We kind of look at at a few of the numbers on on Truex. I mean, he was he was clearly the favorite going into the, the race. Uh, it was a plus 500 to win as the favorite, which I think was pretty good numbers on him being a favorite. Plus 145 for a top three. He won his group, Group A, at plus 245. And the Joe Gibbs team, a plus 190. So he won for the Gibbs team. If you bet against Truex, if you went the don't line on Truex, it was not a really good decision because, as you can see, he was on the negative uh, with pretty much every uh, key driver out there. Uh, I know because I didn't actually – Taking Denny Hamlin with that, you know, plus 165 yep, yep. that Denny had that I was feeling really, really good about for quite a long time. But, yeah. but you know, Truex, I think, has really established himself, uh, along with Chase Elliott, as the preeminent road racer. And now I think Truex is probably the guy on short tracks. short tracks. I mean, we're getting ready to go to Richmond where his last four races, third, first, first, second. And, and here's the thing. Martin Truex Jr. on short tracks in his career. He had 80-something short tracks before this, and all of a sudden, no wins, and now he's the short track ace. I mean, this just goes to tell you how, how great of a late-stage career he's at. When, when he gets put in the Hall of Fame for what he's done, he is going to go down as one of the greatest late-race career people. You know what I mean? He, I agree. He was a mediocre driver 15 years ago. Just 
you know, win a race maybe I think once the every way five he, years. He has adapted to racetracks uh, is remarkable. Phenomenal. You know, look at the, some of the rest of uh, other guys that paid off a little bit at Martinsville. Chase Elliott Chase was Elliott. a plus one. And we said he was, he was our other favorite. We thought he'd be good. Right. And he passed Denny Hamlin. I had Chase to win the race. I was feeling good about the <laughs> second place finish. But guess what? Second place didn't, didn't pay enough. Didn't pay me anything. And uh, Denny Hamlin, who was strong all day long, he, he came in a plus 200. Um, you know, we talked, and I've been talking him up, him up every week. William, William Byron, Byron is, again. is there every single week. Uh, he came in fourth. Kyle Larson, no big surprise with a fifth. Joey Logano, a former Martinsville winner, was sixth. How about this next four? And then the next guys, you know, at least the next two, Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick, both getting top tens at Martinsville. Great runs. You know, I think that good, great runs for both of them. And then uh, Kevin Harvick, who literally, I mean, he came from the ashes <laughs> to uh, end up to get ninth. top ten. And, and then Kyle Busch, who was – Pretty much, he was the ship in the Suez Canal on the back straightaway. I mean, he was the first car that got turned sideways before all those other cars started piling in there on that big wreck on the back, and he rallied back for a 10th place. Him and, him and Boucher did their deal, caused the Suez Canal wreck back there, but and he still came back to a top 10. But, you know, we talk about Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick. They're guys that normally they were plus 300 to win a race, minus 120 for a top three. They're getting numbers on them now. A top 10 for both of them. I've said this before, Jeff. I would kill for their careers, right? I would I would have done anything to be in that top 10 every week like they are. But those two guys right now, if I'm a better, I'm looking at every number that has Kyle Busch or Kevin, or, or Kevin Harvick, and I'm going, hey, there's easy money there. I'm betting against them still. Well, and I can completely understand that. I mean, this is actually one of the better runs. I mean, Harvick has really He's not been, awful been this that year. good at Martinsville. In fact, you remember it was at Martinsville last year in the fall when he got knocked out of the playoffs. Tried to yep. wreck Kyle Busch to pick up one Couldn't spot even wreck on him the very right. last Couldn't night. Even wreck him he, right. he couldn't even wreck him. He wrecked himself on, on that maneuver there. You know, and another guy, and we don't see him on the list there at the top ten, the guy was the best one. guy the first one stage one, stage one, one stage one, one stage two, one stage two, and when he won stage two, I said to myself, "Up, oh, kiss of death." There's Ryan Blaney has never and not the closer. Uh, he's, and, and he's, we've said that so many. And I know we won at Atlanta this year. You know, don't. So I'm not dissing on Ryan Blaney, but man, that guy was the dominant car well, the first half of that a race. Pit road mistake. He the the his pit crew took the air gun. You know, they didn't pull. They didn't have a, core, a, a puller for the air hose. It cost him as a better. You know, I had Blaney in one of my deals, and we talked about Blaney. He, I, and I even said maybe he's now the closer. He got that win. You know what? He's going to get over this opener title, and his team made a huge error. He came back to finish eleventh, but 157 laps led first in stage one, first in stage two, and then an eleventh place finish to show for it. I, I just have to believe something's going to click over there. I think he is the best Penske car out there right now. I really do. They're just not having those final results. Finish. Now, he does have the win, which and, but, and so does Logano, but Brad Keselowski doesn't even have a win yet this year. Speaking of guys who were always really good at Martinsville, who had a day to forget, Brad Keselowski. Well, he was running eighth and sixth in two stages, was at top ten, top five the whole day, and then gets into the Suez Canal wreck, and you know there he was. He was out of, out of the deal. So as a better, I was bummed about that because, remember, I was high on Brad um, on that deal, but, you know, it – just didn't come through there. Well, and then let's let's also take a look at some of the other uh, winners the with matchups. the groups uh, at Martinsville. No, obviously, Truex won the race. He was the favorite in Group A. We look in Group B, Denny Hamlin, which I kind of look now and I say, why on earth was Denny Hamlin in Group B? Uh, you know, he probably deserved to be in Group no, A. No, we, we talked about it. He had had a bunch of the last few races. He wasn't as strong. 
True, but it's hard for me right now to have a race other than maybe on a road course that Denny Hamlin's not in Group A. I mean, the guy is just every single week. I mean, he's so consistent. Uh, Group C, William Byron. The dog. uh, Who, you know, you you really were not that high on him last week. No, last week I was was higher on Alex Bowman, but I said that both Byron and, and Bowman have been proving me wrong, that the simulators work, that they are getting it done. And that's what I've been saying lately is that I'm I'm eating crow because I didn't see a lot. You look at their stats, and I say there's nothing there. But Byron and Bowman once again. And Bowman had a great run. And he got stuck in the Suez Canal. Mm-hmm. But as did our boy Kurt Busch. As, they all three did. But, but Byron made it through, and he was strong all day. So way to go! These kids are proving me wrong. You know, it, it's too bad Suarez didn't cause that wreck. Then it had been the Suarez, Suarez Canal. canal. <laughs> He was in Suarez was in the Suez. Yeah, he, he had, was there. Well, he had his own issues uh, during the day because he was running well for a while. He was. Too. Uh, Group D, a little bit of a surprise there. Christopher Bell. Bell getting the win. When I say a surprise, I really look at at that group and and Matt uh, De Benedetto was a heavy favorite for me. It, it, well, and De Benedetto had a had a strong run. He had to really rally back, yep. you know, from having some problems early. But Christopher Bell plus two ninety five winning Group D. Group E. Tyler Reddick was the long shot, uh, along with Cole Custer, come in at and a plus three. Austin Dillon had that one. Austin Dillon did, had a great day and a pit road mistake. Took him out of contention. Tyler Reddick. RCR is coming. Chris Buescher was running top ten when he yep, and, Chris Buescher he and was Kyle Busch yep. blocked up the back yep. straightaway. And then in group F, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., uh, somebody sitting up here at the desk actually did pick Ricky Stenhouse Jr. to win group F. Yes, you did. And, so, and somebody picked Suarez. And Which? if it was you, I wouldn't be giving you credit for it right now. So, obviously, that means it was me who picked Ricky Stenhouse. But I think Stenhouse is another guy who has really kind of started, I don't know, he's kind of... He's doing... He's that, look, JTG show, is doing well, life. but Priest is not showing life. But Ricky Stenhouse has definitely shown life over there at JTG. He's doing good. Yeah, no, I think he's had, had some definitely some good runs. And, uh, and, again, we talked a little bit earlier, Martin Trix Jr. now becoming the first multi-winner. So... I think maybe we're starting to progress away from thinking we're going to do more than 16 because I still not. We've I still only think got can get 26 it. regular season races though. So Listen. and then look, <clears throat> I don't think that's the last win for Martin Truex Jr. in the regular season. I think we got some road courses where I, I think either look, Truex I don't or dis- Chase I don't disagree, win. but I'm still looking. All right, so here's our winners. We've had McDowell, the big, the big underdog. Christopher Bell, big underdog. William Byron, huge number 28. Kyle Larson, 10. That was the closest one to a single digit. Martin Truex was 11 when he won Phoenix. Blaney was 20. Logano, 33. And now Martin Truex, a favorite. Okay. I'm looking, though, at the sheet of the, of the race winners, Jeff. We still have seven winners. We still have that. We've had eight races, seven winners. We have 12 races to go. Or sorry, uh, uh, 16 races to go before we go to the playoffs. You still have Denny Hamlin without a win. You still have Chase Elliott without a win. You still have Kevin Harvick without a win, Brad Keselowski without a win, and Kyle Busch without a win. Okay, that only gets me to 12. Okay. Then you still have a guy like Austin Dillon who's been running better. You still have Alex Bowman without a win who won last year. Now I, we're at 14. Well, I think in two weeks. De Benedetto, I think, will win. Well, look, I th- there's, look, there's no question I think we all know Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliott are going to win. We're waiting to see a little bit more life out of Harvick, Keselowski, and Kyle Busch. They, I mean, Kyle has had his moments. I think we can get it. We probably. Well, I just don't think we'll get to 16. But I will say this: Talladega will be very important. If if a Bubba Wallace, if Austin mm-hmm. Dillon, if Ricky Stenhouse, Chris Busch, or somebody like that wins at Talladega, which we know could certainly happen, a Ryan Priest, a Daniel Swart, you know, one of these guys. Correct. We know anybody that gets that, that. That that Ryan Newman. Ryan Newman. Ryan Newman can win. 
But I mean, there, there's there are guys, and I still think we have a shot. And and like I said, I, I think a couple weeks ago you asked me, Jeff. I said I'm kind of rooting for the chaos. I think it's fun. I think it'd be fun fun to talk about. But there are guys that can win, and there are guys that haven't won, that have notoriously win in the past. We could get there. What would really suck is if we get there and a guy like Michael McDowell, the Daytona 500 winner, ends up not making the playoffs. Yeah, that, that, would, that would be a heartbreak of a story. But, but that's what sports are about, man. It's never, I mean, come well, on. That's, right. That would be unfortunate for him. All right, so we are eight races, like you said, into the 26-race regular season. So we're almost a third of the way through. We're going to be a little beyond a third of the way after this weekend at Richmond. So it's, it's, we try to talk every week a little bit about where we are on the point standings and, and, and who's in, who's not. You know, I think one of the things that is amazing to me when you actually look at the points now – I'm not talking about the number of wins, you know, because nope, the nope. wins. Just the points. Denny Hamlin has 379 points. The next guy is Truex, who's at 303. He's got almost an 80-point lead. That is remarkable eight races into a season. I mean, when you look at Denny Hamlin's consistency, his consistency in eight races, he has seven top fives. No, he, he's, I mean, he hasn't found victory lane, but. He is, he's been. Uh, and and I was I was listening to, to uh, I think Jeff Gordon on the television program. He was talking about who uh, how many how many to start a season, how many top fives or top tens start a season. And I think Denny Hamlin is close to setting or breaking one of those records. But you look at, at no, no one else even has five top fives, and he's got seven already in eight races. I, you know, I think that's remarkable. The 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 important thing you talk about is those playoff points. You win, you get five, right? Well, Denny Hamlin. He's only got three right now because he's won three stages. You know, Martin Truex. Ryan Blaney's got way more playoff points. Blaney's got eight. You know, so, I mean, Martin Truex now has 11. So those are things that are important that we got to talk about down the road. But doesn't doesn't affect our betting right now. But down the road, that's going to be a... And a if you remember last year, at. I was talking Kevin all season about Kevin Harvick, and that's what happened that's to him. What happened he, to he didn't have enough playoff points. Now let's look at a few of the guys that are on the outside. I, I think probably the biggest surprise right now on the outside is Alex Bowman. Of course, he's only five points right now behind Kurt Busch for that, that last spot. And a guy like Matt DiBenedetto, I mean, he has yet to get a top ten this year. Uh, and as a guy that made the playoffs last year, he had two runner-up finishes in Las Vegas last year. Um, he knows this is a lame duck season for him. This, you know, he needs to show something. And they've had bad luck. It hasn't been his fault all the time. It's just bad luck. And and but he he's got to show something. You know, you look and you say, who do you think is going to get in? That you know, and who do you think would fall out? I look at the way it looks right now. You've got an Alex Bowman sitting outside that I think is going to make a a run up in there. You got to watch out for that Ryan Newman. He's sneaky, and he always is a guy that can get up in there. Uh, Stenhouse Jr. overperforming at the moment, so he's still up in the points. Chris Boucher, both those uh, that you know, that's the the swap. He's on the Roush team. Those deals, those guys are the ones that are I think are going to battle it out. Um, I think that if RCR can continue, Tyler Reddick might be able to sneak up that direction. Um, I think we're going to have a hell of a battle this year when we get close to that playoff cut line. I think we're going to have a hell of a battle. No, I don't disagree with you. I, I, I it'd be kind of interesting if it comes down where you got Chris Busher and Ryan Newman, oh, you know, teammates over there at Roush Fenway. We because we know Ryan will do anything. Oh, to, no, no. in the playoffs. We've seen that. Ask Jeff Gordon at Phoenix. <laughs> no, Kyle Larson at Phoenix. <laughs> Wasn't it Jeff? Oh Gordon? no. Oh, Gordon was the benefit. Gordon was the beneficiary. Was the, oh, no, actually, Gordon got screwed on the deal, I believe, because Newman got in and it knocked Gordon out. Gordon out out of the playoffs. I it was he ran he ran Larson up, did eight tires better than four, and ended up making it. And and it was it was awesome. That was one of the greatest like playoff races ever. 
we'll, we'll start getting into the odds to win at Richmond when we come back in our second block. But, Brendan, we got a couple more minutes left in, in this block. And let's just turn our attention a little bit ahead to Richmond. You know, Richmond is a track where we used to only see races on Saturday nights. We're going to have a Sunday afternoon race yep. at Richmond. And last year, and one thing that these drivers are kind of used to is always getting two races a year in at Richmond. Last, last year, year because of the pandemic, we only had one because Virginia had some very strict rules, so they had to move one of those races to Darlington, I believe. So do you think going into Richmond this weekend, I mean, are we expecting anything really drastically different? You know, the day race will make a little bit of a difference. We've had some day races because of rainouts. You know, it's happened the next day and all. Um, but Richmond is one of those places that a day race there, it's going to be hot, Jeff. And that track is going to get greasy and slick. And fortunately, it's a short track that has all those lanes. So for a better, I'm going to look. And I'm still, even though without practice, even though with all that, I'm going to still go and look at the history of the people there. You have a ton of history. Yes, only one last year, but a ton of history. And I'm going to go back and look and say, hmm, okay, who might give me, you know, who did some things in the recent recent history that I look at? And one name, and we'll talk about it when, when we do come to, you know, start talking the odds. How about this? Last year, second in stage one, second in stage two, finished fourth, got passed with like four to go to not be a top three. Austin Dillon, coming off a great run at Martinsville, you know, where Tyler Reddick finished there, but but Austin was there all day. I think that, you know, Tyler Reddick finished 12th, there, 11th there last year. I think there's some guys that have some good numbers that we could talk about that could surprise us. I think well, we could get one. Well, and I think that's going to be the interesting thing. We'll be able to see who's going to who's going to be that long shot. Obviously, we're going to look at some of the double digit guys again. Oh, yeah. There's there's not as many double digits. There's a lot of single digit guys out there. Um, and Truex is obviously the guy who you're going to be focusing on most. But we've also got a couple of Penske drivers and Keselowski and Joey Logano who both have very good, strong track. Won records. the last race Brad, there. Brad won the last race there. Uh, Brad's a two time winner there. Logano's a multiple race winner at Richmond. So we know we're going to see a strong performance out of the Penske cars. Richmond just seems to be one of those tracks. And it used to be a great track for Kyle Busch. Everything used, to, everything be, used to be everything a great used track, to be a good for, track Kyle for Kyle Busch. I mean, there, you can't name one that wasn't, but whatever's going on now is not working for Kyle Busch. Well, and I think that's the other thing that if, if you're Kyle Busch right now, I mean, you're looking and seeing are the most consistent guy out there is Denny Hamlin. He's your teammate. The hottest guy out there Martin is Martin Truex Jr. He's your He's teammate. Your teammate. He, he, Christopher Bell, Bell beat is, him at Martinsville this past weekend. Top 10. I mean, it, it, he, right now, he's the fourth of the Joe Gibbs teams. Well, we're going to talk about the odds to win the race at Richmond when we come back on Gone Racing. Welcome back into Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone here in the uh, VSIN studios at for the a South, South Point Hotel <laughs> Casino for, for a change since we were both out of here uh, last week doing this in our little laptop computers. And and then we and then Karina, who I thought really missed us because we weren't here last week, and she now she's us. not in the studio this week. So Apparently didn't um, miss us enough. And, I, and once again, I mean, you beat the host. And you get sent back downstairs. We smack you down. She didn't even come upstairs and say hello to no, us No, she today. didn't. No love. I mean, she, no she, love. she sent Ann up, which was nice. It's great. We love seeing it's Ann. It's great to see Ann. We love seeing Ann. 
But it's just, I don't know. All right. It's time to talk Richmond. We are going back into the Commonwealth of Virginia for the second consecutive week. Uh, last week, Martinsville, now at Richmond. Uh, let's look at the odds right off to win. A no shocker here, Martin Truex Jr., who, as we said earlier, a third, a first, a first, and a second in his last four races at Richmond. Clearly the favorite at plus 400. The other single-digit guys, Denny Hamlin, the most consistent guy on the circuit at plus 600. Brad Keselowski, who won the only race at Richmond last year, is a plus 700. Kyle Larson and Joey Logano, both former Richmond winners, both coming in at plus 800. Chase Elliott is a plus 850. And Kyle Busch, the last guy in single digits, a plus 900. Brendan, Kevin Harvick is a double-digit guy, and we've talked about all the double-digit winners. If this could be the, the week, uh, Kevin Harvick coming in 11-1. to one. Ryan Blaney, a guy that we'll talk about here in a moment, who you're surprisingly does not have a very good track record at all at Richmond. He's 16-1. to one. And the guy that I just keep talking about, because he just surprises me. I don't know if he surprises me anymore. The guy just every week has run better than he's done in the past at many of these tracks. William Byron at 20 to 1. And and I'm looking at William Byron's stats, and that's what we were just talking is that I got to stop looking at William William's stats. He just outperforms what his stats are. He's making this thing work. You look at his deal, five top uh, five races there, average finish of 18, nothing exciting. Best finish of 12th in his first race, 13th once. You know, I mean, nothing flashy, but man, when he, this year, he has proved to me that he does his homework, that simulator stuff is working, and him and Alex Bowman are are really pulling those out for me to make those look good. Anything surprise you on that that first column that, that we have on our screens here? The, the You know, Ryan Blaney, 16 to 1, looking at his stats, uh, how good he is at Martinsville, you know, we talked, and how bad he is at Richmond. Ryan Blaney is, I, I mean, uh, I'm looking through it, their their finishes here. He's got nine races, and I have to go all the way down to the 21st best point getter. Average finish of 24.8 at Richmond. It's amazing. Career best finish of 17th. I am going to. How? I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he will get his career best finish this Sunday at Richmond. I think he will do better than that. Mm-hmm. All right, some of the longer shots now, and guys who I, I certainly capable of winning. Christopher Bell comes in at 28 to one. Alex Bowman, 33 to one. Uh, Kurt Busch, you know, here's a guy who's had a, had some great runs at Richmond. He's got wins at Richmond, uh, 35 to one. And then the longer shots, Austin Dillon is 40. Tyler Reddick, 66. Eric Almarola and Matt DiBenedetto at 80. And then the really long shots, Newman, Stenhouse, and Bubba Wallace at 100 to one. Uh, yeah, I like you know I think Bowman, pretty good number there for a long shot, and I know you probably want to throw out a little Austin Dillon no, love I, look, here at forty I, to one. I, I it's not like I I've, it's so funny we always always make fun of you for the Kurt Busch love, and I normally beat on the RCR teams. I normally don't you know but even right, though you used to drive, you know you drive. You know, well, there's, well, a little, I mean, there's a little love affair the, going on. I, I but normally I don't talk all that great about him. I normally am pretty unbiased on that. But you know what? Austin Dillon and Tyler Reddick are proving to me. Now, I'm not going to say I'm going to go 40 to 1, 66 to 1 to win the race. But when we come to the next segment, Jeff, we're talking them top threes. I think I, I like those. I, I think that we might be able to sneak one of those in. Well, and there could be some certainly some, some long shots there. So, well, let's talk a little bit about the, the top threes. I don't think there's any really big surprise. We see only a plus 110 on Martin Truex Jr. We see a plus 170 on Denny Hamlin. And then we get into the 200s, a number of guys above 200 there. Keselowski's 200, Larson and Logano 225, Elliott 240. Really like, I kind of like that one. That plus 240 on Chase Elliott's kind of interesting. Kyle Busch plus 260, Harvick's 300. Blaney 450, Byron 550. 
you know, but when I go down to that second line, that 750 on Christopher Bell coming off a great run. Alex Bowman, I just said, plus 850, 900, Kurt Busch. But Austin Dillon, Tyler Reddick, 10 to 1, 16 to 1. I like that number. And Matt Benedetto, who had a great run, but got mixed up in things. You know, he's sitting down there at 18 to 1. This could be the week he turns it around. Yeah, you know, and I, one thing, though, about Richmond, and you go back and you look through the numbers at Richmond, Richmond is not a track that we see big upsets. We just haven't really seen. I mean, you look at the winners at, at Richmond, you know, Truex and Kozlowski, Larson, Bush, yeah. Logano, Harvick. I mean, those are the guys that we've seen going to victory lane at, at Richmond. It's usual suspects. And it's even it's, it's even tough to see some of the surprise guys get into the top three because, you know, Richmond is just one of those tracks that we seem, seem to see the cream rise to the crop. Cream, <laughs> cream rise to the top. Okay, I finally got that out. <laughs> and when we come back on Gone Race, <laughs> I'll see if I can get my words out just a little bit better. And we'll start breaking down the driver head-to-heads. Welcome back into Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone back in the studio here, the VEASAN studios back at the South the Point. Yeah, there you go. We should just have some intro, uh, new intro music. What do you think? <laughs> here at the South Point Hotel and Casino, Brendan and I are back in studio. And Brendan, during the break, we're getting daggers thrown at us from our producer, Karina, who is downstairs. She's upset that we didn't, we didn't come, come down, and, down see and see her. Does she know how hard it is? to? Get? I get lost down there. I know you know because you, you, you built this place. But I get down there, and, I mean, I, it's like a maze. You know, those, those Listen, I, I'm, out, I'm old now. I'm out of shape. You know, she's a long way away to walk down there. I mean, it's, it's, it's big. It's, it's vast down there. She is much younger than the Both two of us. of us. That's right. So, yes. So, I'm, I'm not apologizing that, <laughs> that our old bones didn't go down there to, to see her. But I know she's down there laughing at us right now. That's so, okay. All right. Let's move on to the driver head-to-heads. At uh, at Richmond this weekend, if you uh, if you so dare to go on the don't line against Martin Truex Jr., I, d- I do not dare. I do not dare. I would not do it either. Obviously, last week that big numbers a bad though, idea. big numbers and on great names. And let's look at some of these big numbers. Denny Hamlin is plus one ten to Martin Truex minus one thirty. Kyle Larson a plus one thirty to a minus 150 for Truex. Also, Chase Elliott is a plus 130. Brad Keselowski is a plus 130. Both against Truex at a minus 150. Uh, Some of the other plus numbers that we see up there, uh, we've got Joey Logano is a plus 110 against Kyle Larson's minus 130. We've got uh, Joey Logano also plus 110 against Chase Elliott's minus 130. We've got Ryan Blaney a plus 110 against Alex Bowman's minus 130. That one's kind of intriguing to me there. There's two that I like, and I might make you do math again this week. Um, I'm, you know, every week I've been talking about. As I sigh. (laughs) Every week I talk a little bit about, like, kind of a don't line on somebody. We've been talking a don't line on Kevin Harvick or Kyle Busch. Well, this week, unfortunately, all we have at the Westgate is a minus 110 head-to-head against each other, Harvick and Bush. So I can't, I, I can't, you know, they're against each other. I can't differentiate that. But what I can look at is, let me throw out some stats. Ryan Blaney. I mean, last week, Ryan Blaney, one stage one, one stage two. 
had a pit problem. They cost themselves. They finished 11th. But you look at his stats at Martinsville, 10 races. It was six top fives. Now he's, you know, was had been running great at a place like Martinsville. His stats, I said him a second ago, they are not good, guys. I mean. Uh, all, right, all right. All right. I agree with you. But go and look at, take last year and the year before that. William Byron's stats at a lot of these tracks. I get and look it. What he's and, doing, this and I've year. been saying that I, I that William Byron and Alex Bowman, these younger kids, proved me wrong. You know, I look at William Byron's stats; they're just as bad as Ryan Blaney's. Actually, they're a little better, but it's still 22, 19, 25, 17, 19. No laps led. You go back, you look at how he ran during the race. You know, it didn't. Nowhere do I see him in a stage in the top ten in these races, and I'm like, hmm. So I'm going to go don't line this week and look at, you got Alex Bowman minus 130 to his 110, and you've got William Byron minus 130 to his 110. I love that one. A Byron-Blaney matchup. I think that's, because again, Byron doesn't have a great track record at Richmond. He just has a great track record for 2021. And that's, that's what have you done? For, what, remember we always said with Jimmy Johnson, what have you done for me lately? Well, I think that William Byron has done a lot for me lately. I like that. Yeah, his consistency has certainly been off the charts. There's no question about that. So I think that one's kind of interesting. Any others that jump out at you on the driver head-to-heads? I know we don't spend a ton of time on head-to-heads, but there's some pretty good numbers out there. No, there are. And the thing is, you either have to you either have to say that Martin Truex is going to have a bad day for a change, which can happen, and you can return a lot of money with big names. I mean, Chase Elliott, a plus 130. That's a big return in a head-to-head matchup with a Chase Elliott. You know, Denny Hamlin is plus 110. That There's good return numbers. But you got to bet him against Martin Truex, and it's and that's this tough. is a good track for Kyle Larson. It is a good Lars, track. For Larson good. is good at Richmond. Too, great track it? for Brad Keselowski, and he's and Brad Keselowski. Although we we're waiting on Brad Keselowski to kind of get the mojo going this year a little bit. Well, yeah, he was going well last at, at Martinsville. Just got you know got wrapped up in somebody else's Suez Canal race. No, you're right. Okay, let's move along. Let's get started on our group. Our group matchups, we usually will run those over the course of a couple of segments. But you look at Group A, and I don't think there's any shocker that Martin Truex Jr. is a favorite. But, you know, the plus 240, pretty good number there. I mean, it's not in the 100s. It's a guy who has been the dominant guy, plus 240. And then Denny Hamlin's right behind him, plus 270. Keselowski, the guy we just mentioned, plus 290. And Kyle Larson, who would not shock me at all if he won this race, at plus 290. No, and and 240, you look at Martin Truex's 400 to win the race in a 40-man field. He's 110 for a top 10 and 240 in a four-man horse race. That's not bad. I mean, the the problem is you're going against four guys that we've just said. I mean, the only guy better fantasy point getter, Brad Keselowski, last 10 races, the only guy better than than, than, uh, uh, Martin Truex. So it's there. The, The numbers are there. It's a great return. But you're going up against the heavy hitters if you want to stick it in that one. Well, and I, you know, I kind of just, I, I think there's something to Kyle Larson. You know, now granted, I, I'm gonna tell you, now, I'm picking well, Truex to win this group. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely, but but Kyle Larson, we said start of this year, I said he's going to win five races this year. I, t- I, I think that's a pretty good over mm-hmm. under number set on him, and I mean we've seen how well he's run at so many races already this year. Now looking at Group B, Chase Elliott, who I don't believe Chase Elliott has a win at Richmond. No. So he's the favorite, though, in Group B at a plus 230. can kind of understand that because, honestly, looking at the rest of that group, Joey Logano, we know Joey is consistent at Richmond. He's had some really good runs there. He's at plus 260. And then Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch being in Group B at plus <laughs> 300 and plus 305. But those are two guys Guess right what? now that have not been running nearly as well no. as Chase Elliott or Joey Logano. Those numbers aren't big enough to entice me. 
I mean, I'm sorry. You're, you're telling me that I have a four-man horse race and Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch are plus 300 return numbers, and, and I'm not, not jumping on it. No. Which I think is a little bit of an indictment on the kind of season that They're both having. of them are having. And, and Kyle's had had moments where he's run better. Harvick, I mean, you know, I know early on he had the top top tens or whatever, but this is just not the Kevin Harvick. It's not their season right now. That, that we're used to seeing. And that entire Stuart Haas organization over there right now. I mean, Chase Briscoe, who, I mean, he proved last year in the Xfinity Series how good he was, and he can't do anything, it seems like, in the Cup Series. Cole Custer, I thought, was better last year than what we've seen this out year. of Cole Custer this year. So, And, and Eric Almarola last year was a guy who, every week we were talking Stuart about Haas Eric Almarola. Stuart Haas is, is way down, and, and in that group, I turned that into a two-man horse race. Yeah, this is my favorite group to bet, because now I think it's a two-man horse race. And I'm looking at Chase and Joey. Chase Elliott, very good. Never won there. Joey Logano, eight top tens, last 10 races, 5.8 average finish with a win in there. I I, I think Joey Logano, I, I'd be heavy on Joey in that group. Yeah, I think both of them. I think you couldn't go wrong really either way at the top, but I agree. I think the I think the gap between Logano and Elliott back to Harvick and Kyle Bush is big. And it's certainly way too big to it's certainly way too big to really want to go and and roll your dice on those guys. No, it's not a big enough return. 300 is not big enough. I can take Joey Logano at plus 260 right there and walk away with a, with a, a two-man horse race, in my opinion. I think I like it. You have to kind of hope for the Suez Canal again, I guess. No, don't have to hope for it. I think you got win it without it. Yeah, okay. Well, we got a few more group matchups to talk about when we come back on Gone Racing. watch any part of today's show or any past show, check out vsun.com slash subscribe. There's so many ways to watch our show. You can see us on Fubo Sling. We've partnered with iHeartMedia, and you can also access us on your Alexa devices. For all the ways to watch and listen, go to vsun.com slash subscribe today. Jeff Motley, Brendan Gone here at the South Point Hotel Casino. Brendan, you can, it's hard not to find us right now. That's a good thing. We got all these ways to find well, us here. So long as long as people want to see our lovely faces that do on this beautiful little two shot of the screen that we get, you know. Yeah, exactly. Get us on the Visa stream. I know. And we and, and we even have social distancing going on over That's here. That's right. That's right. Even though I guess on on May first we don't have to do that here anymore, right? So we'll see. All right, let's move on. Keep on with our group matchups. Group, group C. C. Group C. Ryan Blaney is the favorite, even though he's never done jacket. Richmond uh, at a plus 265 co-favorite with Alex Bowman and William Byron, all plus 265 and, and Christopher Bell coming in as a long shot plus 290. Hmm. Um, boy, I, I like me some William Byron there. Uh, you know, look, let me, let me give you average finishes. There's, there's, this is a tough one here because not many data points. William Byron average finish of 18 in five races. Alex Bowman average finish of 19, three in six races, but with a top 10, no top tens for Byron. I don't care. Uh, and, and Ryan Blaney, nine races, no top tens, 24.8. So I'm looking at that. Then I got to go to Christopher Bell. One race, a 15th place finish last year with Levine Family. Finished 15th. So I look at that, and Christopher Bell is the wild card of that for me, Motley. Cause, cause Which Bell, is why he's the long shot. At, at, but he's the wild card, too. He's been running. He finished great last weekend. And Seabell 
you know, I struggle to to not bet them, but I do like those two Hendrick cars right in the middle. It's hard for me to choose between them. All right, let's look at Group D. Uh, I don't think it's a big surprise that Austin Dillon's a favorite, plus 205. He's had so many good runs at Richmond. Kurt Busch, who is a guy who's run pretty consistent all year, who's just, he's had a little bit, of, he's had a lot of bad luck, actually. I think he figures that's got to change at some point, plus 250. And then huge long shots on Matt DiBenedetto, Matt DiBenedetto and Tyler Reddick, both at plus 330. Boy, I tell you, that's some, that that whole group scares me, but some big numbers on Matty D. Matty D and Tyler Reddick. Yeah, look, Tyler Reddick and Austin Dillon have been battling all year, one spot for another. So the disparity there, I think that that the Westgate has this way off. When you think of plus two hundred five to plus three thirty, um, that that really entices me to bet Reddick because you have Dillon and him that have been within one spot of each other most of the races. I go back, I look at Austin sixth, sixth, a twenty second where he got into a tangle. And then fourth in the race last year, led some laps. He, there's a reason why he's the favorite. But Matt Benedetto is also strong. So that group, to me, of all the groups we've had so far, Group D, the toughest one for me to handicap. I don't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole. I'm kind of with you on that one. I think I'm going to stay away from that one. Okay, looking at, long, looking at Group E, Eric Almirola, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., and Bubba Wallace are all plus 255. And then Ryan Newman's a long shot at plus 330. So... Eric Almirola has done absolutely nothing, nothing to year. show me this year. Ricky Stenhouse, to me, has been a pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, Bubba, I hate to say it, Bubba's kind of getting into the run well early, have something bad happen. Right, him and Ryan Blaney, bad. best friends, and do the same thing. <laughs> exactly. It's amazing, isn't it? Uh, so Bubba's a guy that I, I do think that team may be getting closer. Yep. I really do. And then uh, Newman, a big long shot, plus 330. You know, Newman's the guy, though, that's so sneaky. You know, every week we always go, to, hey, look, there's Newman again. Um, he, he, he got into the wreck at, at, at the Suez Canal, but he was running well. Like, who didn't? Uh, exactly. That was, that, was, that was a Talladega style. Um, ninth, sixth, and a 23rd in his last three. A seventh and a third a while before that. I do like the fact that he's a long shot there at that 330. I'd be willing to go. It's a decent enough return for me. I think that uh, Newman would be my choice in that group. All right, and let's take a look here at Group F, uh, named in honor of uh, Ron, Ron Flatter. And our, Chris Boucher, and he's our, our there. And Chris Boucher is in the group. Now, Cole Custer, Ross Chastain, Austin Sendrick. Austin Sendrick running this race. Okay. Yeah, that, he, he's that's awesome. That he's races. in there. Penske car. Okay. Plus, plus 270. But, but Chris Boucher is the long shot at plus 275. And honestly, if I was handicapping that group, Chris Boucher would be the favorite in that group to me. Chastain showed nothing. Cole Custer, like you said, a big disappointment so far. Sendrick, his first time ever. And you're going to put him above Chris Boucher, who has been running fantastic this year, gotten to some wrecks, but running well. I just I don't get that number either. I've I really like the Chris Boucher there. Yeah, I really do too. Okay, and our last thing that we like to talk about is the odds from the uh, the, the race teams yep, to, yep. to win. Uh, no shock that Joe Gibbs Racing is the favorite here, plus one sixty. Team Penske plus two seventy, and Hendrick Motorsports plus two eighty. Huge drop-off after that, plus 800 to Stuart Haas, and that's all on Kevin Harvick, which, to me, if you're going to bet that, bet Harvick at 11-1 to 1 to win the race, race don't bet yeah. Stuart Haas at plus exactly. 800 because the only Stuart Haas car that's going to win is going to be Harvick. And then a huge drop-off there, Richard Childress at 25, Ganassi 30, and then Roush Fenway 66, JT Darty 80 in the field. I guess if Daniel Suarez were to win, or I guess Matt DiBenedetto goes, goes, in the, right? goes in the field. Bubba Wallace goes into the yep. field there. They're, they're all at eight to one, 18 to 1. But I really think it's probably going to come from one of those top three teams. That's why they're the favorites. No, absolutely. And if you look at the teams as a whole, with Denny Hamlin and, and Martin Truex Jr., they, they lead the, the Gibbs parade there. I think that's great. Penske, 
all three teams can win. That's why they're there. Hendrick, I think that uh, all four of theirs, I mean, Kyle Larson, that all four of them can win that race. So they're, they're definitely there. The reason why they're there, I would stay off of Stuart Haas. If I want to take a flyer, I'd give an Austin Dillon from a 25 to one, you know, don't take him to win the race, take RCR to win. You're getting 25 to one. You're basically betting that Austin and Tyler, which I've said, have a chance. No, well, get him at 25 to one instead of Austin Dillon to win the race at what? Uh, oh, 40 to one. Eh, you, you get, you get, you know, Tyler. You get both, you get both drivers at 25 yeah. to one. So that but makes sense. That's in there. So I, I, I don't know if I like it, but it's in there. All right. Well, we move along to the part of our show where we get to. But talk we're not about, going to talk much about last not, week. No, no. You know what? If Karina is not going to come up into the studio since she's yeah, kind of yeah. the she's the crew chief of the pit crew, yeah. I guess. Yeah, um, I like it. I like so it. she's not going to be up here. Then oh well. Guess what? We're not going. They're talk downstairs about it much. gloating last week, but they were they were positive plus one point four five. They were positive. You're correct. However, overall, they're still. Minus seven, minus seven fifty-five. Who's still leading that, Jeff? My eyes are getting bad here. It's, well, it's long way across the studio. That light's in my eye. What? Well, what's that in the lead? Who? Who's in the lead? Can somebody tell me? Let me tell you. Your lead is kind of like the lead that Denny Hamlin had with fifteen laps to go at Martinsville. Ooh. It is shrinking. It is shrinking, brother. Because I had a much better week than you did, even though I didn't have a winning week. Um, but I did have the winner on Ricky Stenhouse, which is a two point four for me. You got him. Seven tenths of a point on picking Kyle Larson over Har- it's a Harvick. You made it's a ticket. Me, you made me do it cashed. Math. But the pit crew, they got a winner on Denny Hamlin getting a top three and also on Martin Truex Jr. winning Group A. So congratulations to the pit crew this week. So we will move along to our picks for this week. And I guess since the pit crew won, the pit crew gets to go first. And since they haven't given us their picks, I'm assuming they're just going to pop up on oh, the screen. There they oh, are. Look, look at they that. magically Amazing. appear on the screen. So our pit crew is taking Chase Elliott to win, and, and I'm assuming that Karina will email these to me so I can do the math later on. But uh, Chase Elliott to win at a plus 850. They got Denny Hamlin going back-to-back for a top three at a plus 170. Kyle, Kyle Busch. Bush. See, we sat there and dogged Kyle Busch in Group B, and <laughs> we didn't know that the pit crew was going to pick Kyle Busch in Group right. B. So plus 305, they got Kyle Busch. They got William Byron over Alex Bowman, going to try to make me do math, minus 110. And uh, taking the Joe Gibbs team to win, which is probably a, a really good bet at, at plus 160. I like their hedge, though. If you look, Jeff, they hedged. They got Chase Elliott to win the race, but they got Joe Gibbs to win. And, and that's a good hedge right there. You're getting, you know, Chase is a guy that can win, but at least try to get a little bit back on that Joe Gibbs if uh, if one of those guys come in. Nice, nice hedge. Nice hedge. Okay. I guess I get to go next since I came in second this past week. I'm going Kyle Larson to win. Mm. Uh, I just like the plus 800. If he was a plus four or 500, I probably wouldn't take him. I love the plus 800. And, Brendan, I am all about the groups this week. All of my next four picks are in groups. I'm going Truex to win group A, so I guess that's sort of the hedge on Kyle Larson and, and Truex there. I'm kind of putting my money on, on in both of their baskets. Uh, group B, I am going to go Joey Logano. There was a little bit of me that wanted to go Chase Elliott, but I said, well, they're so close to me. Why not take the guy with the longest odds? So that's why I went with Logano. Uh, group C, I am all over William Byron and he till he proves me that he can't. So I'm going William Byron in Group C. And I just cannot still fathom how Chris Busher's the long shot in Group F. So I'm going to go with Chris Busher in Group F, the Ron Flatter group. All right, well. Uh, I get to round it out this week because I'm I'm the leader in the clubhouse is what I'm saying. So that's why I'm saying I'm last. I'm, I've, I've mixed it up this week. I'm actually going back into a race winner, and I'm going to Martin Truex. I'm taking the favorite. Look, he's plus 400. That's still a good number, a good return. I got a shot for him to do well. I think that Martin Truex is just showing me right now, you know, I believe in momentum. I'm riding him. 
I'm going to jump into the top threes, and I got two in the top threes this week. I got Brad K at plus 200. I think that last week was, an, you know, he just got wrecked. He's so good at this place, and I think he can come into that top three for me. And I'm going with my long shot. I'm taking Austin Dillon in a, t- in a top three, uh, 10 to 1. I do think that AD uh, can, can pull it out this week after what I saw last week and his history there. I'm taking one head-to-head. I'm going to make you do math. And I was torn between William Byron and Alex Bowman. So I'm taking Alex Bowman minus 130 over Ryan Blaney's plus 110. I'm doing the don't line. Uh, I, I just It was a toss-up for me if I took William Byron or Alex, and I think that Alex Bowman will beat Ryan Blaney this week. And I am going to join you in the Group F. We're not going to gain any points on anybody, but I do like Chris Boucher Group F at plus 275. That is way too tough for me to pass up. I like Chris Boucher in that group. With the with the names they gave us in Group F this week, I, I think that's a odds-on favorite. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the one I probably feel the best about mm-hmm. out of all of them. So, well, I think we've got about a minute left in the show. Um, Anne is doing a great job today, except she forgot to flip the sign over. So we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna guess at how much time. I'm sure we, we'll, we got to throw a little shade on everybody. Well, at least, at least, we're so professional over here. You know, we we're so great at our jobs that we got to make sure that, that you know that we have a little flip sign above the camera over here that lets us know how much time that we've got left in the show. But we do know we're going to hear music when there's 30 seconds to go, so we won't run over time and take up time for the next guys we that, always get that are coming we in. Get but, it. We're getting pros at this. We're, we're getting it. But Anything fun happening this week? Uh, they just announced EDC at Las Vegas well, Motor Speedway. Uh, yeah, supposed to have EDC in May. We got NHRA this weekend. Four wide. Top Fuels, John Force. and I saw a big South Point sign going over the strip. Let, uh, got a, got a email picture. We got a South Point oh, ad out there. I think I may have missed that one. Huh. Well, see? Huh. Huh. I got a South Point plug in there at least. All right. Well, come and check out some drag racing at Las Vegas Motor Speedway this weekend. Tune in to Richmond this weekend. Watch the NASCAR race. Let's see who comes on first. And we'll see you next week on Gone Racing. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet three six five. Twenty one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.